Welcome to the Shiesty Show. Uh, I'm glad to be back. It's your host, Matt, where we talk about everything and anything here on the Shiesty Show with everyday people, regular people, uh, you know, whatever it is, man. We talk about it here, movies, sports, all that in general. Uh, I've been missing you guys. I took a little time off. I've been getting the studio right. Uh, my house was getting worked on, like I've been saying. So getting the studio right, not not quite done yet. So no um, no video for this podcast, strictly audio uh for today but glad to be back on the show i missed you guys man uh this is therapy for me i love to do it you know whether there's money involved or not i love to do it i love the podcast i talk and bullshit with my friends all the time so why not record it you know so welcome to the shiesty show uh first thing i want to hop into is the fight coming up next saturday um benavides versus versus caleb plant uh i think it's gonna be a good fight um I got my hand in with Benavides, even though I haven't really watched Benavides uh, fight. I've seen Caleb Plant fight. I think the guy's got skill. He uh, he's long. He's rangy. He's about six one, long arms. So he he's rangy, man. He gave Canelo some problems uh, in the beginning of that fight, but you know eventually the the counter and the power of Canelo took over, um, and he ended up having a, a TKO. Uh, but you know what? He's a good fighter. It should be a great fight. Um, I'm just rocking with the Mexican and, and, and I see that Mike Tyson is a big fan of him. I see a lot of people bring his name up as a guy in the hat to maybe, uh, face Canelo one day. So I want to see what the kid got. So if he can, um, if he can bulldoze through Caleb Plant and make it look easy. Cause like I said, Canelo had a little trouble in the beginning with Caleb Plant. So I feel if he can come in there and uh, totally dominate the fight, I feel like he will uh, definitely have his name in a hat to take on Canelo. Uh, you know, and of course, that's the fight everybody wants. That's the money fight. You want payday. You know, that's the that's the fight everybody wants, man. Um, so I think Benavides can pull it out. I hear he's a heavy puncher. Uh, uh, a lot of people running from him, from what I hear in the boxing world. Um, but we'll see, we'll see how it goes. Um, next fight, of course, you know, I've been talking about this one. Boxing, boxing has finally got it done. Uh, they made a fight happen in the prime of both these fighters careers. And, uh, just, just, it, this is a great move for boxing, man. I definitely think who, whoever wins this fight, I definitely think this is, uh, the right move in, in the direction that boxing needs to go. Because uh, if you have Jake Paul, a YouTuber, carrying the boxing, that's that's pretty sad, man. So uh, I'm glad boxing got this one done. Ryan Garcia versus Tank Davis. Um, you know, my honest opinions of the fight, I'm glad the fight's happening. Uh, boxing didn't mess this one up like the Mayweather Pacquiao and Triple G Canelo 3, uh, where you just kind of wait and it, it ends up being a dud for people. So I'm glad they're making it in the in the prime of their life, prime of their careers. I think Davis is 29. He's my age. And I believe uh, Ryan is maybe 23, 24. So uh, both young guys, both both got the heart, both got the talent to uh, shock the world on uh, April 22nd. Now, as far as my fight analysis goes, uh, I'm going for Ryan in this fight. Do I think it'll be easy? Um no, honestly, I don't, man. I don't think it'll be easy. I think it's going to be a tough fight for both guys. I think adjustments are going to be need, uh, need to be made. Um, 
I just think all around this is gonna be the big this gonna be the best tank and the best Ryan we ever seen. Why? Because they're they're the top of the sport right now. They're the top of the division. So when you have the best fight the best, they always say uh iron sharpens iron, right? So um this is this is what we've been waiting for. I think it's gonna be a grueling match. I believe if Ryan can keep the distance with him being the taller and bigger man. Uh, if he could keep the distance and set up his jab uh, and just kind of keep Davis on the outside and don't let Davis get inside because he wants to work the body and, and definitely give you those uppercuts. You know, he's more of the power puncher, so he wants to fight on the inside. If, if Ryan can like, stick and move and use his range to, to let Davis stay on the outside because he's the man with the longer arms, um... I think that's what he should do, man. I think I think the keys to winning is to set up the jab, like kind of like how Triple G used to do in the prime of his career. He was always a heavier puncher, but if you watch his fights, a lot of the times he would set up people with body shots and jab, jab, jab. And I'm not talking about a light jab to tap somebody. I'm talking about a jab to make your head snap back. Uh, that's what Ryan has to bring, man. He's got to bring a strong jab. He looks like he's 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 been putting on muscle and uh, strength, so that's a good sign for him, you know, and they ha I know in this fight, there is a hydration clause, because that's what Tate Davis wanted, um, how you feel about that, that's on you, uh, you know, I guess when you're the top guy, though, you can make, you can pick and call shots on how you want things to go, so, you know, it is what it is, um, but Ryan definitely is the bigger guy, he should definitely try to set up that jab, and uh, really work Tank because one thing about Tank, he's uh, I can say we've seen him we've seen him get stunned or 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 look like he's maybe getting hurt and he he does he does seem to find a way to come back and win all the time. So you know I'm a, I'm gonna give credit where credit is due. Uh, I love boxing. I'm just happy that they're finally making this happen, man. And uh, I think it won't be. I don't think the fight will go to a knockout. I think it's gonna go to a decision. And like I said, I hope Ryan picks his poison and really sticks to that game plan. And hopefully that gives him enough points to edge him out because I got some money on this fight. So, uh, you know, Team Ryan, man. But uh, all in all, happy for boxing, man. Thank you for making this fight um, and, and, and letting Eagles be put aside. Dallahoya, uh, you know, uh, Davis's team. I'm not sure if he's still with Mayweather. But uh, to both teams and everybody, man, this is a great look for the sport. Uh, one more thing I want to touch about in boxing. My boy Jake Paul, he lost it finally to a pro boxer. Um, but, man, you can't take nothing away from the kid, man. He he took on uh, UFC world champions. And, and whether you want to say it or not, this guy never claimed to be a boxer. He's been training three years. YouTube guy to come in and... and, and demolished some of the best UFC fighters ever the way he did. Uh, your average Joe off the street ain't doing that. Uh, I guarantee you that. Uh, and he lost to Tommy Fury, and Tommy Fury is not even a, a ranked boxer. So, you know, it is what it is. But uh, for three years, he's been training hard. He looked good. He actually dropped, dropped Tommy, you know. So, that to me, that's, that's a big uh, victory for the man. It shows that he really cared about the sport. And um, it wasn't just for the views like most people thought it was. So uh, shout out to Jake Paul. Shout out to Tommy Fury. Tommy Fury definitely probably to get some more calls now for uh, bigger fights. And, uh, you know, dude was carrying the sport for a little while. Him and Canelo. 
But uh, on to some other news here. We got the NFL news. Uh, a lot of news going on right now in the league. Uh, you know, first things first, man. Got to talk about my boy Jimmy G coming to the Raiders. Uh, is it an upgrade from Derek Carr? I feel like, to me, uh, Derek Carr's relationship that I had with him as a Raider fan was just like a nine-year relationship, toxic relationship, ups and downs, bad times, good times. Uh, it was just time to go, man. No matter what anyone says, the numbers can say what they want to say. At the end of the day, if you really want to look at numbers, the numbers that matter most is winning. How many wins does Jimmy G have in the playoffs, and how many wins does Derek Carr have in the playoffs? Now, people want to say Derek Carr had a uh, last-break defense every time he was on the Raiders. Well, that's not true because when they went 12-4, and four, that's the year Khalil Mack was on pace to be MVP. He was playing alongside Bruce Irvin, um, and the Raiders were just a dominant force, and that led to a 12-4 and four season. That is the season where he got his leg broken. I think that was the best season for Derek Carr. Um, and, and after that, it was just kind of downhill from there on out. Um, do I hate Derek Carr? No, I don't. I think he'll succeed. I think he'll be good. I think it was just time, uh, time for a change of scenery, and I think the same for Jimmy G. I think Jimmy G coming to the Raiders, uh, change of scenery, got the number one receiver, number one running back. Uh, Raiders also just signed Jacoby Myers to a three-year deal. I think it was about $33 million that he's getting. Um Making some moves. Does that mean uh, Renfro's out the picture now because they went and go got went and got Jacoby Myers? Uh, I feel I feel that Renfro is still needed. He could be in the slot. That's mostly where he does his best work is in the slot. Um, so I don't see no re reason to trade him. But would I be shocked? No, I wouldn't. Because this is what happens, man. When a new regime comes in, a new coach, a new GM. And they get a full uh, offseason under the belt. Majority of the time, they're going to go and get the guys they want to get and let go of the guys that were there for the previous regime, John Gruden. Um, so it is what it is. Uh, you know, we can all be Monday quarterbacks and sit here and spit scenarios all day. But at the end of the day, we're going to have to see what he can do. Uh, Jimmy G can be a bit inconsistent. At times, but um, with the weapons he's going to have, and if, if the Oakland Raiders, <laughs> Oakland Raiders, the Las Vegas Raiders can get a defense, oh, I mean a defense, if they can get a decent O-line around Jimmy G, um, I believe they can do do some magic, man. Uh, I did see that Adams posted something. They say he's disgruntled, but anytime, you know, the Raiders make a move, the media is going to try to bash it and paint it a certain way like it's the most stupid move in the world. That's just how it goes. That's the that's the ra that's the Raider way. That's the way it's gonna look to the outside looking in. But Raider fans know one thing about football is you can have all the touchdowns in the world, but if you ain't winning, all that other stuff don't matter, man. Derek Carr didn't win no playoff games. End of story. So you know I'm happy with the Jacoby Myers move. Uh, happy with the Jimmy G move. Was a little shocked by the Darren Waller news today. Uh, Darren Waller's going to the New York Giants for a third-round pick. Um, this one's a little bit more understanding. I didn't see it coming, but I understand a little bit more here. Darren Waller just turned 30. Uh, he's been hurt the last two, three years. Um, played a very limited amount of games. So 
to me, uh, it's not, not not as shocking with this one. Uh, I think they can maybe go and draft a tight end. Uh, if they bring back Foster Monroe, I thought he played pretty well at times. Um, so it's a little shocking today. That's another move that was on, on, on the queue today. Uh, another big one, Jalen Ramsey to the Dolphins. Uh, that's a big move, man. That's a big move. Dolphins were already uh, kind of competing to be in that, that number one seed right there. So uh, adding him, a lockdown quarterback, how much does he have left in the tank? We'll soon see. But uh, that's a good pickup right there for the Dolphins. Um, as long as they can keep Tua healthy and, you know, st- limit the concussions the man has because for, for a young career, man, it's not uh, – it's not good seeing him every three, four weeks uh, getting concussion, especially the one where he was throwing up gang signs on 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 the field like that. So, you know, man, it's just, you know, it's it's in all honesty though, it's it's uh something's got to be done because um he can't continue to play and take those type of hits and get concussions. So, um, but you know, back to Miami, that's a good pickup right there, man. Um. Derek Carr to the Saints, I think that's a good pickup as well. Like I said, no hatred in my heart for Derek Carr. He did have his moments. Uh, so that's a good pickup for the Saints. We'll see what they can do. Uh, now that Sean Payne, their former head coach, is over at the Broncos, uh, that, I think that was a real big splash in free agency. Um, getting, a, getting a Super Bowl quality coach uh, for, the, for the Broncos and uh, – see what they can do it's a tough division the Chiefs the Raiders are all making moves right now so uh it's always gonna be tough but um till the Chiefs can be knocked off to the Super Bowl champs um but you know I, I do like some of the moves that McDaniels is making I know a lot of Raider fans think McDaniels is a dumbass but uh you can't just quit on the guy after one year we got to give him some time see what he can work out there and uh yeah, man. Back. Happy to be back on the Shiesty Show, uh, episode twelve, and we out. Do it. Do it. Do it.